Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl. Hi, my name is Angel and I am the host. Welcome if you've never listened. If you have listened, welcome the fuck back. How are we going? Oh my gosh, what a week. I've just been working at the pharmacy, doing my training. I've actually been implementing some more boxing into my life. Ladies, if you haven't tried boxing, get your butt to a boxing gym, put on some gloves, you will feel like a bad bitch. That is my PSA. Anyway, today I have Jessie Quen on the app. We are talking all things food and guilt and the episode is actually, oh my god, it's going to add so much value to your guys' lives and I hope that it's relatable and realistic and that you guys get something out of it. I really enjoyed filming with her. So yeah, I'm not going to rant too much. Oh, also, if you guys like the pod, please just hit us up on Instagram, follow me. My name is Angel Wallace Smiles and just let me know if you want any pod ideas. I just want to serve you value and give you guys some great content. All right. Bye. Welcome to That Gym Girl podcast. I am so excited because I have Jesse Gwen. Okay, perfect. All righty, Jesse. It is so exciting for you to be here. Can you just basically do an intro of who you are and where you're from and what's your deal. Hi, Angel. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm so grateful to be here. So basically, if you had to describe me in like a word, I would always say it's fitness. I've been doing fitness for five years now and I've done bodybuilding competitions, but now I stopped doing that and trying to find that food freedom I'm a personal trainer and online coach, and I help women gain confidence both in the gym and in their minds. And I'm based in London. Wow. Oh, I loved that intro already. The fact that you said that you love to empower women's confidence in their body, in the gym, and in their mind. That's just... Yes. That's so powerful in its own right. And I think that that's so undervalued because people so like they just assume, oh yeah, you go to the gym to look hot and to be fit. It goes beyond that. A hundred percent. Like so many of my clients in the gym, like they come to me because they want to be strong. And it's not sometimes 
being strong is a mindset like how cool is it to be on a plane and be able to like put your own suitcase up without a man helping you like Mm -hmm. all about that woman empowerment here I absolutely love that. I already know this is going to be such a good podcast because you're like, we're already vibing 100%. And by the way, guys, we are, I don't know how many kilometers this is, but we are on the other side of the world, literally right oh, now. Wow. Yeah, like that's insane. So she's sitting at the top of the world. I'm sitting at the bottom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I'll just do a little intro of today's episode. So we're actually talking all about eating, nutrition, and trying to break down the barrier of guilt associated with food. I do want to add a disclaimer. I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian. And from what I know, Jess, you aren't, or Jessie, sorry, you aren't either. No, no, no. No, yeah. So we're not here to tell you what to eat or what not to eat. We're just trying to better your relationship with food and just tell you what we've experienced and what has worked for us. That's it. So I've got a few points here. This is going to be a very, very fun and educational and relatable episode. So if y'all are listening, just get ready because it's on, okay? So first things first, let's talk about our relationships with food so we can add some context. So Jesse, do you want to start? Could you tell the listeners, have you always had a good relationship with food or have you gone through times where you've restricted or you've had a few guilt episodes What's your relationship? So, if I'm being honest, I think my relationship will always change. And I think it's very hard to sometimes not feel guilty. Um, I started by doing a Dukan diet. I don't know if you know it. Do you know it, Angel? No, I've never heard of that. So, it was quite popular in London back then. So, it was basically you would eat fruit one day. One day would be veggies and then one day would be just protein oh so you had like you weren't allowed to eat anything apart from fruit one day and then veggies the other and then protein one day and you just had to keep going like that what it was horrible yeah (laughs) oh my god oh my god yeah it was horrible so that's when like my relationship with food kind of started failing because i was not allowing myself to have foods i liked Mm. And then I started the contest prep straight after, like two months after, and I was eating around 1,000 calories and doing two hours of cardio. Oh, I've been there. I've, I've played that game before. And yeah, that, that's a hard place to be. That's very restrictive. It is. And I think that's when my relationship with food kind of went on a downhill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And reversing out of that was a really big mental struggle as well because you're so used to restricting yourself that when you give yourself a bit of freedom, you're like, oh shit, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I can't live. I this. But that's not, the, that's not right. Yeah, absolutely. And did it take you a bit of time to get out of that little rabbit hole? Yeah, 100%. Like, even now, sometimes I still get a bit of episodes because I think... It's something I've, I taught myself to be so strict for three years mm. in terms of uh, making sure I eat six meals a day or eat this amount of protein or do this and that, that when I'm not, I'm, I feel a bit guilty. But what I just do now is like, if I crave something, rather than sit there and think about it, oh, should I have it? Should I not? Should I have it? I'll just have it. Yeah. Because I know that that's what my body wants and then my 
mind starts to think. Yeah. So if my body says, I want chocolate, then I'll have it straight away. But then if I sit around and think about it, I was like, oh, should I have chocolate? But chocolate has this amount of calories. Can I fit it? And then that's when I start like railing on in my head about how many calories everything is. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I feel like, I don't know if you experienced it in the UK, but over here, a lot of my, a lot of the girls I know and still sometimes go through it, they'll see beautiful people on social media and they just make the assumption of, okay, if I want to look like them, I have to eat less. And then they train a bit extra as well. And that's not how, that's not maths, guys. (laughs) That is wrong. (laughs) Wrong equation. Um, You can eat whole foods, you can have your carbs, you can, you know, train once a day, you know, you don't have to overdo it. Um, was that a big cultural thing in the UK? Did you have a lot, do you know a lot of girls who have experienced it? Because I know a lot of girls who have experienced it over here, especially with summer, you know, we want to be in our bikinis and looking good and we just associate that with a tiny body. Yeah, I think a lot of girls do experience it here as well. And honestly, like, for me, what I look at is, personally, I'm not a small bikini girl. Mm-hmm. And me being a small bikini girl, that causes me to lose my period. And I've actually made a TikTok mm-hmm. uh, a week ago, I think it was, or two weeks ago, and about me losing my period. And I still haven't got it back properly yeah. from trying to be at a low body weight for so long and trying to convince my body to stick at this what weight I thought was healthy for me, which was not. Yeah. And so many girls have messaged me saying they're going through the same exact thing. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm actually not alone. And I think sometimes you feel alone because people don't speak up about it. Mm. That is so true. Can I just interrupt and say, go you for fucking taking that huge leap and posting your truth on social media because that has opened up so many doors for so many women. So I hope you know how important that even just it's a fucking tiktok but how important that was thank you thank you sometimes it's hard as well i guess oh absolutely and i think that it's so hard to be vulnerable and to to show your mistakes on social media because people looking at you jesse might go oh she's this coach she's this badass she you know has it all it looks like you have all your shit together basically every influencer seems like they do that's even sometimes I look like I have my shit together. Honestly, don't. I always say um, I am surviving but not thriving. That's like the quote I use when I'm deep in my uni studies. But I think yeah. that you should be commended for that. And, you know, I'm sure that there have been so many women who have seen that and gone, yeah, fuck, I relate so hard. And that will be the same to people listening to this pod. You know, that's the message I want to get out there is you're not alone. And if you're restricting your food... Look, just accept where you're at. You are not in this alone and there are means to get help and there are ways to come out of it. And this isn't the end for you. You know, Jessie's coming out of it um, or has come out of it. And, you know, I've come out of it as well. Um, I'll add a little bit of context from where I'm coming from. So when I was in a pretty toxic relationship, I got out of it and I started eating about 1,200 calories a day. And I lost six kilos and I was like, yes, this is great. Lost six kilos, best time ever. But I was also the weakest I've ever been. 
Um, just because you're the leanest doesn't mean you're strong. And I don't mean that just physically. I also mean mentally. I wasn't at the top of my game. I was really, really tired. Did you experience that, Jesse, when you were restricting? I was just fatigued all the time. Oh, my God. A hundred percent. I I literally didn't have the energy to do anything. Oh, and I remember yeah. having to get out of bed to do my steps, and I would count to three just to get myself up. I'll be like, okay, one, two, three, let's go. Because if I sit around and I won't do it, I was so tired and just not bothered to do anything. Oh my gosh. It just. It takes away from your entire life. And then even in class, I'm a uni student and even at high school or uni, you can't focus because you don't have the energy to focus. And I want to relate this back to you because I actually got out of it by hiring a coach and learning how to track my food and learning what balance is. Because I actually got a coach who said, yeah, you're allowed to eat chocolate. Just track it, girl. Like make it fit into your life. You're not eating. Mm-hmm. You're not eating twelve hundred calories. Like I'm, my maintenance is two thousand calories. You know, um, and again, when we say calories to the listeners, if you're triggered by the word calories or calorie counting, feel free to skip past this part. I don't want to trigger anyone. And if you genuinely do need medical help, I I, I assume you agree, Jesse. I totally. Uh, want people to go find medical help or therapy or that sort of thing like that has made a huge difference in my life Um, and I yeah I just wanted to add that little disclaimer Um, at the moment I'm in how long ago did you get a coach Angel Um, I don't have the coach at the moment but I had a coach oh god we're in 2022 so I got a coach for about six months from June 2021 to about December 2021. And how did that change your like behavior with food? Oh my gosh, it was huge. So even the first email that I got, I said to her, she said, "Oh, what do you, what's your favorite foods?" And I said, "I fucking love chocolate." Like, God, I <laughs> honestly like. If you guys are British, my I always get my grandma to bring over galaxies because and uh, the little Milky Stars. I will eat packets of yeah. that shit. Like we can't get it over here, and if we do, it's like five dollars. For just a tiny little packet. It's actually disgusting. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Tangent. Um, and she made me realize that I could have toast with Nutella on it. And that I could have, you know, Nutrigrain, which is a cereal. And I'm allowed pasta. But as long as I associate that with vegetables and extra protein. And I train for, you know, my longevity and my health. And she made me realize that I don't have to cut everything out. And the biggest, biggest thing that I learned is that I'm allowed carbohydrates because for so long, it was literally, no, I can't have that because it's pasta and it's got carbs in it. And I can't have a sandwich because it's got carbs in it because it's bread. And I just kind of was losing my love of food and that sort of thing. So yeah, she really made me understand that you're allowed to eat and that food's not something you should feel guilty about or that you should feel like you've messed up if you've had pasta um, I assume that's what you tell your clients, Jesse, that you're they're allowed to have balance. Oh yeah. Mm. I have to drill it in them. Oh really? Okay. Uh, I say to them, you allow pasta, donuts, whatever. Sometimes I turn up to sessions and I'm like eating something and I share it with them. I'm like, okay, let's have these haribos together. <sighs> and they're all like, oh my god, like I've never seen. Like I will just walk around the gym and eat a donut. 
because I'm craving it. And I, I teach my clients that every time, like, I show them my experiences, and I'm like, look, I craved the donut, so I had it. Like, I didn't ruin anything by doing that. Mm-hmm. And do you, do your clients, do they track? So some of them track. I think it depends per, person to person. So I have some clients that are mostly intuitive eat. Yep. And then some clients that track because they prefer knowing logistics and, like, all the details Whereas some of my clients get quite triggered by tracking, so I make sure that they eat enough by telling them stuff like, instead of having half an avocado, have a whole avocado. Yeah. Because sometimes you cut out, You sometimes you're in a dieting mindset a lot of the time, and you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have a full avocado because it's going to make me gain weight because I'm having too many fats, but there's no such thing. So just have the whole damn avocado. Literally. Oh my gosh. That's, I used to do stupid things. Like I would be like, I'm not allowed any egg yolk ever. Like bitch, what the fuck? What the fuck was I actually doing? Like it's an egg yolk. It's not going to like, unless I don't cook it right and I get salmonella, like I'm not going to die. Oh, I just. Yeah, exactly. And I used to think, I used to get triggered by oil. I don't know about you. Mm. But if someone cooked with oil, I'll be like, oh my God, what is this? Like, I don't want to have oil in my food. Are you crazy? Do you know how many calories that have? <laughs> I actually agree so much. I used to, because I know my mum, we we would always just have like whatever oil was on sale. So it was usually like vegetable oil or some shit. I'd be like, oh, I can't have oil. No. I know. Oh, honestly, I'm just like, so yeah, there you go. You know, it's not just you who, who are listening. It's people who look like they've got their shit together online we've all been through it um oh yeah and i i think it's still a like for me life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. personal trainer and online coach but I like to be vulnerable to show people that even if I am I still go through periods where I'm like oh maybe I should like not eat as much or stuff like that because I'm surrounded by seeing social media like perfect people and perfect angles and sometimes it triggers you no matter who you are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I completely agree I actually get even still to this day I, and I'm not telling people not to do them because I love them, I get triggered by what I eat in a day because I'll see people eat their stuff and I'll go, Jesus, they didn't have a chocolate bar today or they had, you know, these tiny little meals with tuna salad and just FYI, I fucking hate tuna so I will never eat a tuna salad. I, do you like, I'm assuming you like, do you like tuna? No. Oh, thank God. Okay, we can be friends. Yeah. Yeah, we can be friends. I can't stand tuna, but I I wish I could because it's such an easy protein source, but... Dude, the amount of girls I see who get their, like, salad bowls and just pour tuna into it, I fucking wish. I just can't do it. I have to have some sort of hot 
protein. I'm, it's I'm, easy thing to prep as well, isn't it? Like, you just oh. buy in a can and then you throw it in. And as a broke uni student, that stuff's cheap as well. <laughs> so, there you go. Anyway, sorry. I, I'm very good at just chatting, so I've got a... I've, that's why we've got a topic outline so I can keep relying on it because otherwise I feel like Jesse and I would actually be really good friends and we just chat and chat and chat and chat and we'd go shit it's been two hours <laughs> yeah I think this podcast would last ages if we had to <laughs> I could we have no outline <laughs> um but I do want to just reiterate the carbohydrate thing and the fat thing because I feel like we all like every body will tell you eat your protein make sure you're getting enough protein muscles that's how they're made cool we get it say la vie but carbohydrates, we're about to go into nerd territory. So carbohydrates are used in your stomach and they're converted into energy. This is how you run faster. This is how you actually breathe. This is how you lift things. This is how you hug your, you know, you hug your loved ones. You're using carbohydrates through as energy. Okay. And then in terms of fats, there are actually good fats. Okay. So those things will keep your organs nice and warm and your heart nice and warm and they'll keep your blood pumping. Good fats exist. And as like Jesse said, eat the damn fucking avocado. It is good for you. And also in Australia, we have lots of avocados. So make sure you do eat them. So yes, nerd time over. <laughs> um, I want to go on to the fourth thing, um, which is body image. And we've touched on it a little bit. But I feel like, I don't know if you've experienced the same thing. And when I wrote this, I was like, oh my God, this is literally me. I will eat a piece of like, I don't know, like you said, a donut or something. Or I'll have, some days even, I'll have my Nutella toast and go, oh my God, I've put on like, look at my stomach. I can see the sandwich there. It's like, I've got this little bulge now. That literally doesn't happen. That's physically not possible. But it's our minds literally dismorphing our bodies and we just see something that others don't see and we target areas that are not usually targeted do you find your mind doing that where you'll be in the gym you'll be like oh fuck yeah I look good and then literally 10 minutes later you'll be like holy shit where did that roll come from I'm at a bakery like do you ever experience that all the time like I think when I look in a mirror, sometimes it's like we literally tear our bodies apart. Mm-hmm. But I always try to think when I when I start seeing myself tear myself apart, like oh my god, look at that cellulite, or look at this, or look at that. Um, I will say, what would I say to my client, or what would I say to my best friend if she felt like this? Yeah. And I think it's it's a it's a common thing that when you literally in a gym in a gym environment as well, it's like you see so many people in the gym and you're like, Oh, look at that girl, she doesn't have roles when she sits down or this or that. But I think you need to realise that your body is yours and we all have different genetics. Yeah. And I wanna ask you something a bit more vulnerable. What would you say to your you know, say for example, what would you say to your sister or to your mum or to your daughter or to your client that you should say to yourself i'll say they look freaking great Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they should not worry about how they look i think in this day and age like there's so much pressure on looking a certain way and it's like no one's ever going to be happy if you're you're not going to be happy if you're taking your body to the extreme and you're being lean when your body does not want to be lean yeah 
I can. And put... I think you slowly learn to love your body, but it's just about not tearing it down when you see it. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, oh, I have really, really good friends who they'll say, "Oh, I look so fat today," and I just go, "Oh my god, you're literally the hottest person I've ever seen in my entire life." And then when it's myself, I'll be like, oh my God, I look so fat today. You don't have the same argument or rebuttal. You just let yourself yeah, like, sink into the hole. Exactly. Like an empathy thing, kind of. Absolute Empathy. That's the word. You have empathy yes. for everyone else, but not yourself. Yeah. You're always going to be the hardest on yourself, to be honest, as well. Yeah. Absolutely. I listened to this podcast called... Oh, I'm about to plug another podcast. Here we go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it's called Do You Fucking Mind? And she says something at the end of her pod. She says, don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself. And I think that really hit me hard when I first heard it because, God, we take a lot of crap from ourselves. Like, why are yeah. we... We should be our own biggest supporter. If we're not going to support ourselves, who the fuck else is going to do it? You know? And I think we're so horrible to our bodies and they do so much for us. And I just think we need to give ourselves a bit of slack. So, yeah. We need to give ourselves some slack and fuel it. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuel it and give it what it deserves. Because if you had had a boyfriend, let's say, or anyone you wouldn't give them less love and that's the same thing like you wouldn't give your because you love them so much you wouldn't think of giving them less yeah but because you you don't show your body enough love you think oh i can give it less fuel but no you should give it enough fuel for it to like dance to work to study anything yeah i completely agree i completely agree so eat the damn donut in the middle of the gym okay that's the goal exactly (laughs) squat down and eat Get that fat ass. <laughs> you, can, you can even eat it if you're not doing the gym as well. Like, I found that sometimes that could trigger me as well. Oh, that's such a good point. Whoa, you're a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good point. I'm a pro, what can I say? Yeah, guys, um, this is Jessie's coming out of her own podcast. I have been yeah. um, replaced. No, <laughs> I haven't been replaced. Okay, guys. I'll, I'll leave that to you. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, no, for real though, there would be days where you're like, not nah, haven't trained today. I, c- I have to eat less calories. I can't eat as m- I can't eat that because I haven't trained. Or the opposite, where you will train, and then you'll have to eat good the entire day. You can't even have anything bad because then you would have ruined your training session. Oh my god, yes. But yeah. that's not a thing. Like, eat what you want. Mhm. Do mm-hmm. your cravings. <laughs> That's the thing. It's all about moderation. Like, I actually had a person tell me in the past, I said to them, oh, I get such bad cravings during my period. And they turned around and said, well, you get your period every month. What are you going to do about it? You can't succumb to your cravings every month. And I was like, but at the end of the day, your period is so great for you. It means that you can become a mum and you can have children and it shows that you're a woman and being a woman is empowering and sexy. So if my period yeah. means I need a bit of extra chocolate that week, I'm going to eat the damn motherfucking exactly. chocolate that week. Yeah. And also your period just, just shows that you're healthy. Yes. Having a regular period, it shows a signs of health. So that's where your body is thriving. So you don't need to lose any more weight. Yeah. I completely agree. And that goes back to 
Jesse's earlier point about losing your period if you're not eating too much. You know, you don't want to do that to your body. That's meaning that it's really at a point where it isn't thriving, like you said, and you need to be giving it some extra TLC and some extra loving. Yes. So in terms of the guilt aspect of this, because we go around and we say, you know, eat what you want, eat balanced, eat, you know, 80-20, 70-30. If people don't know what that means, that's like 20% yummy foods and um, 80%, you know, nutritious foods, guilt. So when you have processed foods, that is not a bad thing. You do not need to punish yourself because you had a processed food. I feel like people will have their burger and then be like, oh my God, I had this burger. I have to punish myself. That's not right. And I feel like I've done that. I've been there where you eat the bowl of nachos and then you're in the bad books. Yeah. That's not fair. That's really not fair. And I was on this podcast with Annabelle and she said something about foods for the soul. And it really is. It's foods that make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. And it's foods that you have with the girls or the drinks that you have with the girls on the girls night. And it's the breakfast that you have with your man on a Sunday that make you feel warm and fuzzy inside and those things are meant to be enjoyed and meant to be loved don't go and then ruin it by punishing your body for liking that yeah exactly and I think food is also memories mmm oh, that's so Imagine true going out for a burger and not being able to eat it because you decide oh I want to be healthy today and then everyone eats their burger and you're just miserable and sitting there like Bruh, you remember the bad shit though. Can I just add a little anecdote there? I went to Macca's once in Sydney and I really wanted a fucking burger and I thought, I'll just get the salad. Can I say, PSA, don't get a Macca's salad. They are actually terrible. They're actually so terrible. Just eat the burger. This is for future. Eat the burger, enjoy it, and then (laughs) just go back to it on the next day. Yeah, literally. the best thing I'll say with... Sometimes people feel guilty and it's like, oh my God, now that I had this um, McDonald's burger or whatever, it's like, I now have to cut everything out. Mm-hmm. That's it. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat anything bad. I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to have this. But that's just only going to make it worse because you're punishing yourself for something that you shouldn't. Yeah. And that's when guilt comes in because you're not, off- you're not, you're guilty because you're not offering yourself the freedom with food. Yeah. It's like you're waiting for a special occasion to have this burger. It's like, have this burger on a day by yourself, even. I used to hate eating by myself because I was like, what's the point of me eating if I'm not with someone? Yeah. No, I completely agree. And I, it's not an all or nothing approach to food. It's this wave that you ride. And I have a little quote in here um, just from the wise words of Hannah Montana. It's the best of both worlds. <laughs> Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, <laughs> um, but it really is, you know, you can have this life that's intertwined with yummy foods and nutritious foods and it's not zero to a hundred. And I think that's a good point to end on unless you have anything else that you want to add. No, I'm all good. Well, I want to do the episode takeaways um, and I actually... I, Jesse really stated this, you are not alone and there are people out there like myself and Jesse who have experienced this um, and 
life is about moderation and you don't need to punish yourself. Jess, is there anything else you wanted to add about something that you really just want listeners to take away from this? I would say it's just enjoy life because you only got one life. Yeah. So stop stressing about calories or being 100% all the time. Yeah. You're doing great. <laughs> That's so true. You're exactly where you need to be right now. And you're doing the best you can. You're waking up. You're getting out of bed. You're going to the gym. You're going out and seeing your friends. Like you, you're doing great. And by punishing yourself, that's just taking away. You need to be adding to this life and enjoying this life. And it's really exciting that you can go out and eat all these foods. Um, yeah, I think this episode's actually been really valuable to myself as well. I think it. I, I think I needed that reminder. Um, yeah, me too. Mm. It's always good to talk about it. Yeah, I love a good vent sesh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I consider it as. Um, I do the thing on the pod where I say my favourite thing of the week. It's something I'm grateful for. And I'm going to say something really cringy. Mine, actually, it, I didn't know what it was going to be. It's actually this pod right here with you. I think that this is the reminder I needed. Oh, I was going to say the same thing. That's oh. not bad. Okay, guys. I guess it would have to be my Starbucks then. Oh, what are you drinking? Oh, I had the ice brown ice shaken espresso, something like that. I have no idea liquid what that is. Calorie, that's where it's at. I love a good liquid calorie. Oh my god, it's actually winter here, which means that it's summer. Um, it's the same as a British summer is our winter. Yeah. Um, you would probably come over here in like shorts and a t-shirt, girl. Like it's hot outside. <laughs> Um, I think so. <laughs> I'm loving my hot chocolates. I'm such a hot chocolate gal. Oh my god. Oh, I do love them. So good. Anyway, I will link all of Jessie's socials down below. Check her out on the Insta, TikTok, everything. She is just the biggest vibe and her energy is just insane. I can feel it through the screen. Like, y'all have no idea. Thank you for having me, Angel. Of course. I have loved having you. How good was that episode? Oh my gosh, she's such a vibe. Everyone go follow her because I literally am in love with her. Also, I just want to make a really important note that you guys make sure to give yourself some credit. I've been seeing a lot of people in my DMs who are going through some hard shit and who are working on themselves and trying to hit the gym and all of that type of ish. And I just want you to know that your efforts do not go unseen and you are killing it. I'm so proud of you. You're such a badass. Make sure to do something for yourself this week. Take yourself on a beautiful little coffee date by the beach or in the outback, wherever you live. Yeah, just treat yourself because you deserve it. Okay, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 